y'all. So I just wanted to come on because um, I've been thinking a lot about this. And um, I, what inspired this was uh, BBC News broadcast that I watched the other day. And it was by a black BBC uh, News journalist. And he was asking the question, when should I talk to my children about racism? And I watched a little short segment and it was very thought provoking and the energy was kind of deep. And, you know, I watched the reaction of him and the other people featured in the segment, which I will link in the description box. And I watched the reaction and the emotions of his wife, who's a black woman. And it got me to thinking about how stifled black and brown people have been for so long. Okay. And let me tell you right now. I don't let white people punk me. Okay, so I don't I don't care who's offended. I don't care who doesn't like it. I don't care who calls it racist. I will be a racist black bitch if you think you're going to use your white privilege and your status in society against me. Okay. See, they love to call you racist when you cannot be racist as a subjugated person in society. As a subjugated race or a collective of people in society, how can you call somebody racist? The correct word, dumbass, would be prejudice or discriminatory, but not racist. Black people do not have the capability of being racist. You white assholes and trash bitches out there who like to say that. Now, I don't care who this rubs the wrong way, but when I watch this man talk about when should I talk to my kids about the fact that people might say stuff to you because you're different and you look different. Why is all of this racial stuff coming to a head in 2021? And yeah, I know that the um, passing uh, or killing of George Floyd and I'm not even going into the conspiracy aspect or nothing, but. I know that triggered a lot of people and, you know, last last year, this time we had a lot of protests, but you need to understand who you are. And anytime they try to punk you and browbeat you, you need to let them know and, and G check them and let them know you're not going to send me anywhere. You're not going to do X, Y, Z. You're overstepping your boundaries. Now, see what they do is they count on you not knowing the law while they know it. Because really what it is, is is English spellcasting. Okay, so they count on you not knowing what's up so that they can hoodwink you and get away with things and treat you like a slave, a modern slave, a modern indentured servant when you ought not allow them to get away with that. Okay, now we're talking about anything from union rules, jobs, anything. I mean, school, all kinds of different rules and regulations okay there's been systematic oppression of black brown and indigenous people for god knows how long okay so to all the white people out there and the half white people black people cannot be racist because we didn't invent the racist system white people did so stop throwing that term around because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you need to get your ass in a book and do some research on what racism actually is now Black people can be uh, prejudiced, absolutely, or discriminatory, yes, um, because all the word discriminating means is really you're um, choosing 
something or choosing a particular person or a situation or going in a direction, you're discriminating, you're choosing. Okay. So people can decide to choose others based on their race or their, um, how can I say their ethnic background, their nationality and so on and so forth. You know, there's a lot of nepotism on jobs. That is a form of discrimination. Nepotism is a form of discrimination. Okay. Hiring people that look a certain way is a form of discrimination. Okay. But racism is, is a systematic thing. All right. So when a black person G checks you on your white people's bullshit, don't then call that black person racist because you sound like a fucking idiot, bitch. That's really what you sound like. You sound like a fucking idiot when you do when you say shit like that, because it's like, wait a minute, you're coming to me because you want something from me. And you think you're going to talk to me crazy in order to get it. You know, that slave mentality, you know, it's no different than masters thinking they're going to talk to black people crazy and African diaspora people crazy so they can get what they want to out of them. But yet you want me to work, motherfucker. <laughs> you want me to get in them fields. You want me to have these children. Huh? You want me to grind this motherfucking corn into cornmeal. You want me to churn this goddamn butter, right? You want me to milk these cows. You want something from me and you think you're going to talk to me crazy? You done lost your cotton picking fucking mine. And see, I don't let no motherfucker, I don't care if they a judge, I don't care if they got degrees, I don't give a fuck who they are. I don't let motherfuckers talk to me crazy, especially white people. So any of you thinking you're going to try it, you might want to think again. You're not going to threaten me. You're not going to threaten anything about my existence, because especially if you're coming to me for something, I know you ain't going to talk crazy to me because you just won't get you just number one. You're going to get a good cuss out. You're going to get told about yourself and then you're going to get blocked and you probably not going to get. It's highly likely you're not going to get a motherfucking thing that you was intended on getting out of me because see the most high will block you, too. come to me for a service acting crazy okay you just won't get it <laughs> you talk to me crazy in you know a store environment or like when I used to work on <laughs> when I used to work in retail baby that was a doozy that was a motherfucking doozy working in retail bitch most of the at the bad attitudes I encountered were from black people they were like honestly <laughs> fellow black niggas actually let me retract that thank you for the correction most high thank you for the correction this morning yeah not black people niggas most of the problems and the bucking of authority that i encountered and the theft was from niggas in the stores wasn't white people but i will tell you this White people are very salacious and sadistic in their verbiage. They will cut you down with their words and be real slick with how they talk to you and expect you not to catch it. They expect you to be a dumb nigger and not catch what they really saying to you and what they really doing to you. OK, see, there was in the past. Um, I remember I checked a motherfucking attorney some years ago. I checked an attorney and told the attorney, first of all. Don't send no more motherfucking uh, bullshit to my house. I don't give a fuck who you work for. Secondly, if you send me any more of this foolishness again that you done made up with your 
wannabe goddamn in charge nigger client. Here's what's going to happen if you send me any more of these bullshit ass fake ass letters that's meant to threaten me into coming and signing some shit that I don't need to sign. That's not ordained for me to sign, right? That's not necessary. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to retain my own legal counsel and then sue your ass and then sue your client. So if your client wants to make an agreement with me, your client has an ability to make an agreement with me person to person. We don't have to do all of this here. But see, you as a white man aren't going to send me no more of these letters, are you? I don't give a goddamn how long you've been in practice. You're not going to send me no more of these letters. Because see, your client have already been told that he or uh, that he has the ability to just communicate with me directly. That, you know, him getting the white man attack dog, the white man German shepherd on my heels is not going to help his situation. He can just come to me and I'll give him what he wants. If he would be man enough to come to me. We can just have this, you know, we can we can be cool. No problem. I'll give him what he wants. But he not going to use you as a German shepherd on me because, see, I'm not your nigger bitch slave who's running through the swamps away from master. I'm not that. So, see, you have to get clever, just as clever as them. And that shit come with a lot of goddamn training that comes with going through a lot of trials and tribulations. That comes with being threatened a lot, being, uh, you know, going through different things where you've been talked to crazy in different work environments in different school environments where you've been targeted, where people think because you're nice or they, you know, a lot of these motherfuckers, let me just use the law aspect since we, since people have been heavily focused on police brutality and the law, a lot of these motherfuckers are witches and warlocks and they can read your spirit just by reading your fucking name. And I know it sounds crazy, but they can read your spirit just by reading your name. Okay. A lot of times they've already pulled up your birth chart, baby. For example, let's say that your neighbor, not your neighbor, but let's say one neighbor who's white accuses another neighbor who's black of stealing their lawnmower. Let's say that. Let's say neighbor who's black gets an attorney, but neighbor who's white also gets an attorney. Well, neighbor who's white who gets an attorney is more than likely going to get a white attorney. And guess what? That white attorney usually goes and pulls the birth chart of the black person. And they look at the birth chart of the black person and figure out ways how they can manipulate said black person with verbiage and lingo and AKA spell work, motherfucking petitions, you know, court summons, subpoenas, uh, artifacts in discovery thing, you know, paperwork regarding anything, any kind of legal proceeding, um, plaintiff paperwork, you know, any of that, they, they know how to manipulate you and mind fuck you. See, that's what happened to me one time where I was talking about in the, um, group meditations, was it the group meditations upload? Either way, it was a recent upload in the past, like four days where I said that when someone says praise, that's a lot of that, that people can use that in legal paperwork. And that's a manipulative term because all the term pray means is to ask. And so what happens is the white attorney will go and read the chart of the black person and figure ways to get to mindfuck the black person. And even we'll figure out ways to mindfuck the black person's lawyer. Whether they be, no matter what race they are, they, I mean, they find out the birth date pretty damn easily. Okay. Because they have access to uh, police records, court records, um, you know, like registrar files in the county or the municipality or the province. So where you have your property deeds or your real estate paperwork, 
um, land holdings and stuff like that. They can find your information pretty quickly. Birth certificates, they can find all of that shit easily if they're an attorney, right? So they'll use that to pivot against you. And so they will adjust their lingo uh, into a way where they think they're going to hit you in a certain way or in a sensitive way. Because all legal paperwork is, is a fucking well-written spell. Always remember that. So when it comes to people speaking to you, no matter what your racial or ethnic background is, when it comes to people speaking to you in a certain way, always understand that a lot of times it's spell work. Okay. They are trying to influence you, even if they're not conscious of it. A lot of times they are, but even I will give some the benefit of the doubt and say that sometimes they're not conscious of it. And sometimes they're just trying to influence you by way of another entity or spirit that's working with them. What they're trying to do is they're trying to push you in a certain way, you know? So what this particular lawyer was doing was he wrote his paperwork in a way he had already, huh, how can I say, either through his client or through my birth chart, he figured out I must be spiritual, right? Cause I got five motherfucking uh, Sagittarius placements in my chart. So if you pull up my birth chart, you can see that I got all that spiritual and metaphysical and occult energy in my chart with five and Sagittarius, you know, uh, Gemini North node in the West, Taurus North node in the, in the uh, Vedic and, and then all that Scorpio, right? So this motherfucker done figured out, oh, she's got a strong face. She got to, she, she can't help it because her chart says she can't motherfucking help it. It's written into her. It's encoded into her. So I'm going to write my legal paperwork my client prays to have xyz happen my client prays to have abc go forward client prays client prays client prays see that's spell work that's word witchery word magic when they use words like that over and over so an example of this is and you'll see karmics on youtube doing this shit too so this is an example of word witchery being used on YouTube and in all kinds of different parts of society. Racism about race in the race to be free. Racism topics about race show the race to be free. That's a fucking word spell. Anytime they repeat the word more than twice in one sentence or in one statement, that's a word spell. Whether they know it or not, a lot of them do know it. So this, this particular paper that I got from this fucking good old boy lawyer, <laughs> who's corrupt as fuck, by the way. And, it, and a lot of people know this. This was years ago, y'all. This was like, gosh, this was like seven years ago, this was eight years ago, really eight years ago. I don't even know why the client did this shit. Cause like I said, you didn't need that. You know what I'm saying? You could just talk to me, but whatever. He didn't end up, we just ended up talking and it was good. So <laughs> this good old boy lawyer, whatever wrote this shit. So it was a line, you know how like legal paperwork looks when they try to summon you to their office or try to summon you. It usually it wasn't a court summons. It was like, come into my office and let us make an agreement. no, not doing it, not doing it because see, I'm not going to come into your office and sign a motherfucking thing because see what, what will happen is then you will be able to hold me in contempt. I'm not signing a goddamn thing. 
See, that's how you have to play white people. And anybody that's trying to fuck you, because black people, niggas will try to do it too. Niggas in suits. Absolutely. Absolutely, G. Niggas in suits. Niggas with shiny shoes will try to do it to you too. So don't let the skin fool you. Okay? Because a lot of niggas have the spirit of an old white man or an old white bitch inside of them. Okay? Don't let that skin fool you because you wasn't always the color you are in this life, in every life. I've been white before. I was Norwegian one time. I was Viking. Shit. That's how I know how motherfuckers work. Because I, I spent some time in their culture in the fucking north of Europe. Norway is one of the richest fucking countries on the planet. Okay? For a reason. I know how they work. I know how their magic work. Whether I've studied books or not, nah, I didn't take no book study. It took me tapping into my ancestral lineage with them to understand how the Slavs, the Russians, uh, the Celts, um, and the Vikings or the Norwegians do their shit. <laughs> the Finns, the Swedes, all these Northern European powerful, you know, nations, right? Wealthy, powerful nations. No disrespect to them, just telling you. So he writes this paper, right? It's two pages long. Out of two pages, so the first page, like 70% of the per first page was just lines of client praise for X. Client wishes that X would happen and praise for X outcome. Client wishes that X would happen and praise for X outcome. Client praise. Client praise. It was repetitive. It was like 12 lines of that on the first page and then like four on the second page. It was a fucking spell work petition. So, naturally, I told him I ain't signing shit. I ain't coming no goddamn well. We're going to talk about this shit as two black folks that can get along and handle adult business. And I didn't do it. And the shit went away. And guess what? That motherfucking white boy lawyer never wrote my ass another letter. Did he? No, he didn't. So, I just had to G-check somebody recently and let them know, look here now. I know you used to getting over on slow Southern black people as a white attorney or as a white person. Don't We don't even have to add the attorney shit. I know you used to getting over on people like that, but let me tell you something. That's not going to fly here. I've G-checked them multiple times over the last 15 years, 15, 20 years. You know, I've had to G-check them in my fucking stores when I worked in the mall I've had to G-check them on the motherfucking military base because they, they, they come up there, you know, thumping their motherfucking chest thinking that because they got a major star on their motherfucking uh, uniform or that they got captain's bars on that you're going to talk to me crazy just because I'm, I'm handling your money. Nah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because see, your military rank don't have a motherfucking thing to do with me as a human being and how you treat human beings your degrees don't have a motherfucking thing to do and your status with any organization uh, uh you know company corporation etc don't have a motherfucking thing to do with your treatment of me as a human being now see some things are just out of order right but let me take it back to what i was saying about their word witchery and how they mind fuck you especially if you're a minority don't matter if you asian black or african diaspora native american or indigenous or hispanic latino this is how they mind fuck a lot of people and, and keep in mind that a lot of latinos are racist as fuck too well prejudiced 
prejudiced, but they can be, um, they can have racist tendencies. There's a difference between being a full on, like being the harbinger of racism or systematic racism versus having racist tendencies. Because when we talk about a tendencies, you tend to act like a racist. You tend to talk like a racist. You tend to move like a racist would, even if you're not white. So when white people want to say, oh, you're racist and say that to a black person, it may be a racist tendency. But keep in mind, if we were true racist, you motherfuckers, a lot of y'all wouldn't be breathing no more. We would have eugenics programs like y'all had eugenics programs. So just be careful with the use of that. Because, see, if you keep pointing your finger, you're racist, you're racist just because a black person wants to maintain their sovereignty and not be beat over the head and beat down like a child based on the color of their skin and, and something they can't help. Keep in mind that you keep calling us racist, you will manifest that. And one day a grand culling will come and there will be a lot more of us, as there already are, and a lot fewer of you. So just be careful with your words because it is witchery and it's magic. It is sorcery. So ju that's just an advice for the white people that like to pull the caring cards. And the, um, how can, what is the other one? The, Karen, the Karens out there and the fucking um, Toms. The Toms and the Richards. And I'm not disrespecting any people who are really Karen and Tom and Richard with their real name. I'm being sarcastic. We know what Karening is. We should know. If you don't know what Karening is, Google it or search it and say, what is a Karen? K-A-R-E-N. What is Karening? K-A-R-E-N-I-N-G. What is Karening? What is a Tom? What is a Richard? Okay. <laughs> These are people of a certain persuasion that like to use their white privilege. They're, they like to pull the car real, real quick. They don't give a damn. They don't give a fuck about you. They're going to pull that car. At any time in any place. And you got to be quick on the draw G. I don't care. You could. You could. Yeah. You, you could be. Of the same persuasion. And not like how they're behaving. You could be of the same persuasion as them. And not how, like how they're treating somebody of the LGBTQIA plus community. Happy Pride Month by the way. I meant to say that. To all those. Who are celebrating. So you might not like how they treating someone of the LGBTQIA uh, plus community. Then you, ma'am and sir, have an obligation to stand up for what's right. Okay, because that's going to go on your karmic register. Let's call it that. The karmic register. The Rolodex of all your fuck shit. The Rolodex of your fuck shit and your good shit. Okay, now, when they start mind fucking you. You are the law, the, the laws, the law in the park says you can't barbecue out here. What are you doing? Niggers and their music. They're always barbecuing and playing loud music. And, and the county said you can't do that. And the county said you're not allowed. And that's Karening. <laughs> that's Karening. That's Karening. We've already seen plenty of examples of Karens, Toms, and Richards. Uh, calling the cops on people of the opposite persuasion for no goddamn reason other than they want to beat you over the head with that what? That word, that word witchery, baby. That word, I was about to say word richery. <laughs> word witchery, also known as white people spell word. 
See, get clever. Get clever now. Get get real clever now. And you people that don't think like this, and I don't mean you people disrespect me. I mean, you people of the same persuasion who aren't like this, and that's not your soul. You can benefit too. You can fuck over your redneck counterparts. They're not your counterparts as in like you. Your redneck uh envious redneck people envious <laughs> bigots that you don't care for you can fuck them over with the same law that you people invented i'm telling you don't let them get away with that shit don't let them talk to you in any kind of way now see what they love to do is they love to threaten they love to threaten 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 and then when you pivot and counterattack and say no if you threaten me again all i'm gonna do is use your law against you and i'm gonna get my own counsel and you you'll be You'll be answering to a judge as to why you were doing this in the first place. Or you'll be answering to a court system and it'll go on the docket that you were engaging in XYZ behavior and that it was not justified. So if we want to play Battle of the Fucking Sorcerers, then we can do that. If you want to play Dungeons and Dragons, bitch, let's play Dungeons and Dragons and see who can pull out what the fastest don't let them punk you because this that is a spiritual assault. They have been increasingly using the law to assault people of every ethnic and racial background, of every nationality. They were really, really doing it to Arabian people, Sikhs, okay, Hindus, East Indian people. And then they realized that East Indian people are extremely smart. And I, w I spent time in that culture too extremely smart not saying other cultures aren't but east indian people are used to being uh in a caste system and they know how they dealt with britain the, you know america's whole they know how they dealt with britain when britain went in there so all they gonna do is they gonna flip the shit and make some bread off of it that's how east indian people do you know and that's how a lot of cultures do so they realize oh we better not do this with east indian people we better team up with them but they were for, y'all remember the years, they were really targeting Muslims and specifically Muslim people from the Arabian nations, Islamic nations. They were really doing that. They were harassing them in the airports, excuse me, robbing them on the streets, harassing them uh, in other places, in grocery stores and places where they are freely able to be. It's their God-given right to walk this planet just like it's anybody else's God-given right to walk this planet. And that's why I despise racism, prejudice, and discrimination. However, if you want to use your white privilege against me, don't be mad when I use my black privilege against you and I shut your motherfucking ass down with the power of my melanin and my sheer God force. Like I said, you want to go toe-to-toe, -to -toe, we can go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Because, see, I, don't, I ain't just working with melanin power. I'm working with some old white power, too. So, you might think that because you manifested in this reality as, quote-unquote, Caucasian or white or European descent, I still have it in my lineage. So, I can pull from both. See, I've manifested as black or indigenous. So... That gives me a little bit of a head start because I've manifested as black indigenous, which I spent a majority of my lifetimes as either black indigenous or of a, another indigenous culture like the Inca, the Maya, the Aztec, you know, um, East Indian. I was an East Indian, you know, Micronesia, Polynesia, um, Asian. So I've manifested with all that collective energy and I'm a matriarchal 
a vessel. I'm a mother. So me being a star seed, I have all that pulling with me from the primordial goddesses and God power tied into the line of kings like King David, King Solomon, King Arthur, uh, Merlin, and the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Ancient of Days and his son is tied in with me. So if you think that your skin being lighter and you having straight hair gives you an edge, it may give you the illusion of an edge in this illusory place called the Matrix or called this uh, Earth Realm known as Gaia, Terra Nova, etc. However, the power of my blood far surpasses what you what a lot of these people are working with. And so you have to think of yourself as more than what they told you you are and more than what you may have been led to believe. Use caution when people are trying to pull wool over your eyes and manipulate you and, and, and fuck you up and, and draw you into, I like to say, you know, draw you into a dark cave and then, you know, and then, and then block up the entrance so you can't get out. You know, this is spiritual, uh, metaphys, metaphysical, um, metaphorical words that I'm pulling in, that I'm channeling in. You have just as much power with your words as they do. They may have written these laws. Okay. They may have written these laws, but you invented the paper on which the law was written. You invented the ink. And I'm talking about indigenous people, original peoples. So it has to be balanced. Everybody. We're all made of star dust elements carbon carbon is black we're all we all have these things in us <laughs> however when it comes to treating people of the opposite persuasion brown black people or indigenous people as if they're less than that is a huge problem and you are going to see in the coming years this be heavily remedied you are going to see shockwaves roll over this planet for the things that have been done to people that founded this motherfucker. And I'm not on no pro-black shit, because y'all know. I ain't, I, I ain't on that. Because black people be up to their fuck shit too, and I done, I done spent the last couple of years rebuking them for the shit they do. Y'all know... Y'all that know me from my BWE or former um, Black Women's Empowerment or Swirl Sector uh, Divestment Channel, y'all know I stayed talking about black people and they shit. I will call a thing a thing. When we fuck up, we fuck up. God damn it. Sometimes we lazy in a motherfucker. Sometimes we have too much ego. We have a lot of things we can work on. And a lot of us, you know, um, have genius and don't want to use it because, you know, whatever. There's a lot of generational curses on us, but still. Everybody who's somebody has the right to be that somebody, okay? You're going to see going into the uh, the f near future, I would just say next six to seven years, 
and who knows if I'll still be doing YouTube then, but I'm just putting it out there for those that it will stick with you in your soul or your spirit or your memory and you file it away. It'll probably recall, you'll be recalling it. In the next six to seven years, you're going to see a grand, grand evening of the scales. And I'm not talking about the great reset. Okay. Now talking about the great reset and the event as they call it, even though that's significant in its own right, I'm not tying that together with this. What I'm saying is some of your most powerful resistance leaders and you're just going to have to read the code or listen to the code because I'm calling it that for a reason. Think of Terminator Dark Fate. Listen to that title. Terminator Dark Fate. Terminator Dark Fate. Dark Fate. Dark Fate. The Dark People's Fate. In that movie, there was a Latina who was a resistance leader, who a white woman who looked very, very, very much Norwegian or Swedish descent that was sent back to save her because she would be the one who helped civilization uh, rebel against Skynet and the powers that be, if you will. If you haven't watched Terminator Dark Fate, I, I want you to go watch that. There are people of the other persuasion, meaning Caucasian or white, who know who we are, a lot of them, and who will be integral in, um, how can I say, the, the new earth, the, the they, they say the new cause for humanity is what my guides say, the new and the angels, the new cause for humanity is what they're calling it. So don't go around. I know there aren't too many. There may be some pro-black people that listen to me. That's okay. But don't don't demonize all non-black people or white people. We know that each all of us have our shit, right? My whole message, the purpose in the message is to stand in your power because we do have uh, the entities using white people a lot more heavily these days because of the uh the racist uh environment the racist spell that's been put over this planet the fascination with race which is just ratio the fascination with color the fascination with hair texture and the fascination with uh we're better than you that is a demonic spell and so the demonic bureaucracy which is what i call it has begun to use people of those other persuasions uh, as a battering ram against the true gods and goddesses of the planet. Now, there are true gods and goddesses of the planet that are white. That's just the facts. They're Latino. They're Asian. They come in every color of the rainbow and every, every how can I say, nationality, ethnic background on the planet has them. But they're increasingly using... That race in the more destructive aspects of the battle of the mind. I remember Joyce, Joyce Meyer had a book called Battlefield of the Mind. It's very popular. And I had a copy of it. It's probably packed away somewhere. But they're using them increasingly in the battlefield of the mind. Because the battlefield of the mind is your mental agility and your ability to harness energy and 
uh, control energy and fight battles. That's why a lot of the stuff that's going on spiritually is on is on astral. It's going on in this reality, yeah. Like you can pick it up if you're really sensitive. You'll notice stuff happening in this reality. Like I said about how I saw all the spirits around me in the form of orbs with my with my naked eyes. Well, I had my glasses on, but pitch black pretty much, and they're all around. I can just see them. I can just see the orbs with no camera assistance. I could never catch them on camera except for one time. I did a video last summer or last spring and there were orbs in fr flying in front of my face on camera. But typically if I try to catch them on camera, I don't. But I do notice them in other people's videos. And so this time I was able to see them with no camera. So this is a direct correlation to what people have said is happening. The veil is thinning. Just don't allow the word witchery to become so powerful over you that you forget where you're going and that you doubt your own destiny. Okay, because the demonic bureaucracy is increasingly using the other persuasion as a battering ram against people of color and against different people just in general. They're also being used as a battering ram against LGBTQIA plus people, but there's some uh, people with the nigger spirit who are also being used as a battering ram against LGBTQIA plus people. And again, and they, you know, they're going to be the Uncle Toms. We are going to have to deal with Uncle Toms. That's just the fact of the matter, okay? We are going to have to deal with fucking Benedict Arnold's. So. Just make sure you stay keen and on your game. This was an impromptu message. I just wanted to talk about it because I noticed how white people or Caucasian people tend to threaten other people with the law when really they count on people being ignorant and they count on people not having the courage to speak up for themselves and being able to get away with that. And them being able to get away with it. Okay. So. I've also noticed things happen like. Let me use a good example. <laughs> so when I worked at this job. When I was about 16. Uh, I might have. Yeah, I was 16 or I might have turned 17 already. I worked at a retail store in the mall. It was a women's clothing store. And my candle is burning extremely high right now. Extremely high. I want y'all to see it. So I'm going to turn the camera around, okay? Hold on. Let me, uh, let me uncover the camera right quick to see if y'all can see it. Look how high it's burning. Looks like a knife, right? Okay. So I'm going to cover the camera back up. So there was a lady that I used to work with, well, redneck, redneck witch. And she thought because I was just some little 16 year old and that it was my first job that, you know, um, the most, he, she didn't even, this wasn't even a concern of hers that God was looking out for me or that, you know, um, like they say, some of you have entertained, like it says in the Bible, some of you have entertained angels unaware. Well, so this lady was jealous of me because I was selling just as much as she was at the store. And even though I wasn't working for a commission, I was hourly rate. She was still jealous 
because she was here she was 50 some years old and she was jealous of me being able to my um sweet and professional interaction with the uh client the customers and she was also very jealous of my fashion sense okay anybody that went to high school with me knew or remembers how I used to dress a lot of my shit I I cuss I, you know it was custom or if I bought a regular shirt I would customize it or I would just put it together in a way that nobody dressed like me at the school okay I'm still like that very unique and just different and uh eccentric even so if you will so this lady was jealous and I always knew she was being fake and phony when the headquarters store headquarters would send me a reward and say oh you've got a seller's award for the month or you're you know employee of the month type of thing or you know you've sold your your selling units were x amount and you were the number one seller or the number two seller under the management now she was manager so I know for a fact that because she was manager she was taking some of my sales and adding it to her own because the sales would be entered at the cash register and she was the only one running the cash register. So I know that my sales, if if the, if she asked the customer, did anyone assist you with your purchase today? They would say, yeah, Bree did. I know that there were times when she was entering it as her own or not entering it at all. I know that. So one day I had gotten an award or something for selling and, uh, well, I had gotten an award recently and then I ended up being late to work. One of the ways my family used to try to sabotage me is they try to withhold me from getting my license. And when I had to rely on them for rides to work, they would make me late to work. And that's a risk of getting fired if you keep ending up late to work. Now, while my manager was understanding because she really liked how I worked, she was also jealous. So one day I came in late. I couldn't help it because my stepfather had to drop me off and he made me late. When you're riding with somebody, they can make you late. I couldn't help it. And so I came in and I got right to work. And she kind of ordered me like, well, you can go and put these sensors on the clothes in the front racks. Like, get to work, slave. Get to work, bitch. Type of energy. Even though she didn't say it like that. It was that kind of energy. So it was her and a Latin descent chick uh, from California that were the, she, the manager was a white woman, a redneck from Manning, South Carolina. And the assistant manager was a Latina who, whose husband was in the Air Force who was working there. Okay. And so they were up at the desk and I'm way in the front of the store near the entrance of the store uh, working the rack. And... I just noticed they were very chatty and they kept looking up like, you know how people are gossiping about you and they kept looking up to see if you notice or see if you're listening or you can hear them. They kept, I noticed they kept doing that, but I just kept my head down. God just said, just keep working, just keep working. So I just kept working or whatever, putting a little sensors on the clothes. And, um, this black lady walks on her way out of the store. The black lady, she, uh, checked out at the counter where these two were talking you know, being such a ch chitter chattering chipmunks, <laughs> you know, all about me, a fucking 17 year old. One of them was in her fucking thirties. The other one was 50. 
So this black lady on the way out of the store, she she leaned close. She kind of touched me on the shoulder. She said, sis, I just want to tell you, watch your back because them two up there talking trash about you. Just watch your back, okay? And I said, oh, okay. I said, I figured because I was late and I couldn't help it. So thank you. And the lady said, no problem. Just watch your back, though. Watch your back. And she went on out the store. That's how the Most High will use people to expose devils. Long story short, this white woman made sure that I didn't get a raise despite selling my ass off and, and being and never calling in sick, never missing a day of work. I just had, I was late a couple of times because like I said, it was times I had to ride, catch a ride and shit. And then when I got my, by the time I got my license, like I said, at that time, you could get your license at 16 here. I didn't get my license till I was 18 because my family was trying to hold me back. So by the time I got my license, I was working somewhere else anyway. Or was I? No, I was still working there, but um, it wasn't long after I ended up moving to another store. An unrelated store. So that God made it so that, okay, firstly, this lady denied she did something and I didn't get a raise that year and everybody else did. I'm I'm assuming and I'm pretty sure everybody else got a raise, but I didn't get one. So eventually I resigned. I started looking for jobs that would pay me more since I didn't get my raise after working there a year and a half. I ended up looking for jobs that would pay me more. You know, I'm a teenager at the time, still in high school. I got to pay for my senior package you know, my class ring and stuff. I didn't even get a class ring because my family didn't help me with any of the costs. And I couldn't even stacking money and stuff. I couldn't afford to pay for a full senior package, not the cheapest one, but a decent senior package, pay for my cap and gown, including my senior package, my class ring and all that. I couldn't afford to pay for all that. So I just got my senior package and I was like, I'll just skip the class ring. The class ring, the cheapest one was like $300. That's a lot of money. Uh, when back then in the early 2000s, we're talking, we're really talking 1999, 2000, 2001 time frame. That's a lot of fucking money. I was a senior in 2001, 2002. So that's a lot of fucking money for somebody that was getting paid $5 and $25, $5.25 an hour. Senior packages were expensive too. And this is a ripoff that they do to students. My parents didn't help pay for that. They didn't pay for my senior pictures or nothing. The senior package did not include pictures, I don't think. But either way, it was a lot of money. So there was things that I that weren't important to me that I left out, like the class ring was not important to me um, because I knew I wasn't going to wear it all the time anyway. So I just didn't waste my money on it. And plus, I didn't want to get one that was brass that was going to turn. So I was like, either I'm going to get a, a, a real solid gold class ring or I'm not going to get one. And the solid gold one was just way too expensive. So I go and find another job and things are going fine. And when I left that store, God made it so that their business went downhill. It went downhill so sharply that they started liquidating inv inventory. It was a women's clothing store. And it had kind of like some teen stuff in there too. And they, and they had accessories in there. Their inventory started being liquidated. And they were collapsing. They were on the verge of going out of business. Not just that store. But another store in another nearby city. 
But this particular one had been booming with business when I was working there because my friends would come shopping there. Everybody, I was very popular in high school, so they knew me. People from high school would come in there. We had, what about, we probably had like 2,000 people, uh, close to 2,000 people at the school. People know I worked in the mall. They would just come in and shop just because I was working there. But when I left there, my energy, my manifesting energy also left and the store went downhill. This has happened twice. So then this bitch, my mother decides to go in a store where I used to work and my mother knew exactly how I had been treated and all of that. My mother picked up the same energy off of my former manager as I did, even though my mother was treacherous as fuck to me, she still knew what the manager was up to. So my mother goes and shops and she tries to sweeten me and says, well, you know, your manager was wondering if you want to pick up a few hours during the holiday, you know, because they could use the help and child, they going downhill. You know, they, they, they might be going out of business. And I told my mother, I said, well, thank you for the, um, message, but no, I won't be offering my, my services. And I didn't even know to call it no manifesting back then. I just said, I know I won't be helping them get sales during Christmas while everybody else is booming in the mall, I'm not going to help they dried up store do that because when I was there, she blocked me from getting a raise and she was talking shit about me. A customer told me. So no, let them struggle and let them flop like a dead fish that's been washed up on the shore. Let them flop around and figure out what they're going to do and how they're going to get back to sea and stay alive. Let them figure out how they're going to keep their motherfucking head above water. Okay. My mom was like, well, you know, people change. I said, she ain't changed that quick. She in her fifties, she ain't changed that quick over no teenager that she was jealous of. So they ended up having to downsize. They had a really big store and had, like I said, they started going downhill and they could no longer afford the rent in that, in that stop, in that slot, in that lot, as they call them in the mall lots. So they had to go to a teeny tiny little lot in the corner, in the back of the mall. It was like being in, it was like going child. It was like going from. A corner store where you got all the traffic coming to you because they were right on the corner. It was like going from a corner store where you get access to all this traffic and you're on Front Street. You're easily seen to going to the goddamn broom closet, going down an alley and going to the back of an alley. That's how they had to move. And it was a very small store. And so... Even after my mom reported that, they had to move to that store. So this is another year that passes, and I'm doing fine, right? My mom was like, let's go in here. And I'm like, I don't want to go in there. But I went in there anyway. And, you know, the manager wasn't there that day. But uh, apparently my the same manager that blocked me from getting a raise wasn't there that day when I went in there with my mom. But there was a another lady who was really nice and sweet and um so I think I bought something that day but I wouldn't have bought anything if that other manager was there because I wouldn't have wanted to give her any sales so and apparently my mom went back on another day and the manager was there and the manager begged my mother essentially really really impressed upon my mother to try to get me to come and work for them because they needed help and my mom said okay I'll tell her no I, once again I said no my mom was like, well, you know, people change, you know, I want, I said, well, I'm not wasting my time. I'm making fine money here, you know, and I'm about to level up from here and go to another job. 
you know, once this get dead and tired and stagnant and people start acting stupid, I'll go somewhere else. So at the time I was working for this old company called Rack Room Shoes. And there was jealous black bitches on that job and a jealous black ass nigga on that job too. Well, they started blocking me from getting raises too. Even though they loved the way I worked, they loved how professional I was, they loved that I kept them from losing inventory, I made sure to catch people stealing, you know, in a safe way. I was very, I kept the store clean, you know, all that stuff, you know, when I was on the register, I didn't fuck up the money, um, all that. Store was doing good, but when they started targeting me and doing fuck shit, that's when the number one, the announcement came that one of the managers that blocked me from getting a raise at that store as well got fired. He got fired. Then another person who was gossiping about me and talking shit about me in the front of the store when there were customers in the store, she got fired. And then the nigger boss that tried to cover up her gossiping about me and allowed her to try to get her to stay. She, he tried to keep her on the job. He was next up in consideration. He was actually at the point, he was a district manager. So the original manager got fired was a white guy, greasy headed white guy that liked black women. Then there was a, a low level sales associate bitch on my same level, but I had been there longer. So she really wasn't on my level. This bitch went around working at every store that I worked at. And finally she succeeded and got a job working with me. This is one of them type of psycho types that was so obsessed with me that she went and worked at every store I worked at. But yet when she got there, everything went downhill trying to be like me. Bet you can't do it like me. And eh, bet you can't do it like me. And eh. <laughs> I'm sorry I just channeled it <sighs> anyway y'all know I'm from the south bitch got there with tongue shit or whatever Shaq looking nigga didn't want to punish the bitch for doing what she did right starting drama with me on the job out of jealousy he didn't want to punish her he didn't want to let her go he damn sure wasn't going to let me go because uh, I was selling my ass off and I had been there longer. So this motherfucker wasn't a regular manager. He was actually a district manager. Wasn't long after I noticed that they had some kind of connection going on. This chick that had been talking a shit about me and this nigga who was married to a white woman. The chick that was talking a shit was black, but she was a high yellow bitch. You know, big, big, hot, greasy bowl of chitlins looking bitch. Overweight and fat in the face. And I'm saying it like that for a reason. Because of the whole listening, she knows her. You know, these people try to track you down wherever you are. He called himself protecting her by limiting my hours. So one day I was scheduled to work and I show up in my uniform and I look at the schedule and I'm not scheduled to work. So they played with me. They put me on the schedule, called me, said you on the schedule. When I show up, they, I'm not on the schedule. I'm not scheduled to work that day. So I said, okay. After I left there, I went and wrote, I went home cause I lived right near the mall. I went and wrote my letter of resignation and gave it to them. And do you know within do you know within one week that nigger got fired? 
the district manager who was a white man, no, excuse me, the regional manager who was over him, the regional was over district. The white man that was over the nigger that tried to protect that other bitch for starting shit, that white man dug in his ass and he ended up getting in a bad argument with that white man and that white man fired his black ass on the spot. After that happened, the store went out of business. Ain't never went back in business. You don't hear about no rack room shoes no more. That was what, 20 years ago? Okay. See, that's how God don't play. Now, I'm not saying I'm responsible for the whole store going down, but I am responsible for that one. And it was like a domino effect. That one went down, then the one in the next city went down, then the one after, then they all shut down. Okay, so all them black bitches lost their jobs too. I had already secured a job on base at the commissary, Defense Commissary Agency. I had already uh, secured a government job. That's one reason why he was being messy and being nasty because what he said was, oh yeah, you can work both because I was working both, no problem. And then he got jealous. He got jealous and assumed how good I was doing at the job on base. And he was like, this bitch working two jobs. She got a government job and this one in the mall. And so he played that game with putting me on the schedule, calling me, saying I'm on the schedule and then taking and then I show up and I'm not on there. And everybody else is looking like, I ain't know you opposed to work today. That nigga played me. And then that white man fired his black ass. See, when you get fired as a district manager like that, it's hard for you to get a job. It's real hard for you to get a job if you have a high position like that and you get fired for arguing with your superior or fighting your superior. It's really hard for you to get a job. So him and his uh, overweight wife, morbidly obese wife, was looking pole mount for quite a while, I'm pretty sure. But either way, that is the moral of the story. When people try to play me, they ended up shooting themselves in the foot. Okay. Uh, don't allow people to put word, word witchery. I keep wanting to say word witchery word of witchery on you to make you feel less than what you are to threaten you because see i'll tell a motherfucker quit uh quick and i have done it in the past i don't have to deal with these problems now but i have done it in the past number one don't threaten me number two if you want to play them kind of games i will play with you and we will see who comes out the victor because that's unnecessary force so you have to have a counterattack for their word spell, their word witchery, okay, and their negative gang style tactics. Now, a person can employ gang tactics on you without having nobody else supposedly around them doing it. It's gang tactics when they think they're gonna punk you, and it's just you, motherfucker. You got you need more people, baby. You need more people. You need more people if you think you're gonna punk me with just the words of your mouth. Because, see, I serve the one that created you and your father, the devil. So I don't have any reason to fear anything. And that doesn't mean you be irresponsible and you, you know, go, you, you wild for the night and you just, you know, you ham. No, you need to stand in your power, though, because we in serious spiritual warfare energies, we're in serious 
witchcraft energies, you know, and I'm talking about the negative aspects of witchcraft. I'm not talking about you using witchcraft for your empowerment and to build for yourself. I'm talking about a negative aspect where people are using that shit on people that don't deserve it just to tear them down. But greater powers are allowing this to train you just like they allowed it to train me about how word witchery and how spells work. So I had someone tell me, um, so I was going to um, buy a car from someone and they kept hemming and hawing saying they were going to sell the car, saying they were going to sell the car, saying they're going to sell the car. And they didn't, then I was like, finally, I was like, God just told me like, well, you need to let them know if they're not going to sell the car to you in a certain time period that you'll just go ahead and get something else. It's no problem. You know, because the person had tried to give the car to someone else and I guess it didn't work out or they, you know, the dealer wasn't going to give them a whole lot of money. And I'm like, hey, I got cash to give you. If the dealer ain't going to give you money much, then I got some money for you. You know what I'm saying? And they were hemming and hawing. So finally, I said, well, you know, if you're not going to be ready to sell it in a certain amount of time, then no problem. I will get something else. All of a sudden, they're like, okay. Yeah, I think that's best. And I'm like, okay, cool. I say all that to say is, excuse me, I say all that to say, that's word witchery and somebody trying to negative, negatively affect me financially. Have me have to go spend more than necessary. And some people, I'm not, I'm, I'm not including certain details for a reason, but it was, it was basically the intent behind it was to have me go and spend more money than necessary, which would have been, which would have ultimately been for my good anyway. But I'm just saying when they reconsidered it, now they probably feel like, oh shit. Like once they reconsidered it, they probably felt like, oh shit, she going to be pushing something better than me now. Cause I told her to go get something else. So now this, now she going to go get something else and she going to be better off than me. All because I thought I could hold her back or, you know, block a blessing or however, however, whatever the intention, the secret intention. See, a lot of people do stuff from a subconscious place. They're not even consciously aware that it's jealousy. A lot of times they're not even consciously aware that it's envy, that it's treachery. Okay. They're just doing it. It's just coming out of them in little small ways, small but very important ways. So always pay attention to how people treat you. It's like I, I see this is the culmination of what I was talking about when I, when I said that my family tried to hold me back by not taking me to get my license because that was a form of freedom. Because they knew when I had my license, I would be able to do more. And... I mean, so they did that. They also knew when I had my license, I could go get a car or that I would get blessed with a car. That's what happened. Uh, family members also, you know, so I'm 16, 17 at a time back then. Family member offers to sell me their car for $1,000. Where the fuck am I going to get $1,000 at 16 years old working for $5 an hour and paying for all of my clothes and my school costs and my lunch and stuff. Where am I, where am I going and paying people gas money for them to take me to work? Where am I going to get a thousand dollars to pay you for your car? 
My own mother did that, by the way. So guess what? She ended up keeping her car and my father gave me his car. Well, actually, my stepmother gave me her car and I paid $1 for it. So while motherfucker was trying to charge, charge me 1000 I paid $1 for my car. And I drove that car for 13 years. Sports car is at that. I paid $1 for it. And the upkeep and the maintenance on it had been pristine. That car came to me like it was motherfucking. It had a new car smell in it and everything still. New, you know, high-end tires, Yokohama tires on it and all kind, you know, like it was just right up my fucking alley. Tenant windows. But you was trying to make me pay a thousand for your shit. And they done came and gave me something that fit me that's fly that I would have wanted with racing rims on it at that. And I paid a dollar for it. So just never underestimate the power of the most high. These people that have been used as battering rams and wedges, okay, and goddamn catapults against the lives, the energies, and the existences of black and brown and indigenous people, those are going to be the people that will need us, that will need people like us, okay? So don't fret. Don't, you know... Get your uh, panties in a bunch or your trousers and, you know, or your, your trousers in a bunch, you know, your briefs in a bunch because you got a Karen or you got a Tom or a Richard that you have to deal with or Susan. Them motherfuckers are going to bow down soon enough. They're going to know who the real ones are and they already know they're just trying to get their last ditch efforts out. All right. They are in death throes, demonic death throws demons and death throws applies to them too be careful with their word magic because they do try to be very uh, crafty with that shit there's a lot of pointless fucking uh laws and bullshit out there and they always trying to take something from you as a black person you notice that they always trying to take shit from you it ain't just black people they'll try to take it from other people in their own race or their own ethnic background too but they definitely try to take it from others they always trying to take shit. You, you ever notice that shit? They're always trying to take shit and lord over you as if you're a serf and in motherfucking uh, medieval Europe or as if you're, you know, a goddamn peasant in feudalism in old world Japan. Like, they always trying to take some shit from you. Well, you're living on my land, so I get to take all of your livestock because you were a nickel short in your taxes last year. I get to put a lien on your cabin. That's demonic. And I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't pay your taxes. Of course not. I'm just saying that energy and that spirit is a demonic. And everybody who operates like that in a selfish way over, over their material things to try to make somebody else feel less than, I don't give a fuck what their ethnic or racial background is. Because I ain't just talking about black and brown people here. You do that shit with your material shit, all you're going to do is lose it. You're going to lose it. And or what you try to keep from others, you will never yourself obtain. So you try to keep a house from somebody, you will never obtain a house or you will lose the one you got. You will not be able to pay for the one you got. You try to keep a car from somebody, the one you got will break down. So mode it be, so safe the most high. Or you will not be able to get a car yourself, the one you want. You try to keep, you know, a job from somebody, you will be released due to age ageism. Or there will come a time when you won't be able to work. 
So it's, it's hitting. It's hitting. Mother Saturn ain't playing, baby. Mother Saturn is not playing. It's hitting people. Okay. And the other gods and goddesses are going forth and riding on people and giving them. Uh, they are recompensing people and measuring unto people what they deserve. We can look around us and see it. Karma clapping back instantly. If y'all didn't see it, um, I'm going to put it in the description box. I put it on my main uh, channel page. It was um, some people were picking on some LGBTQIA plus people who were on a boat because they were flying the rainbow flag. And they were just circling around in the boat, you know, just riding all around, <laughs> all around their boat, just jeering and mocking fucking bigots. Well, their engine caught on fire and their boat sank within a few moments. And guess who had to rescue them? The LGBTQIA plus people flying the rainbow flag that they were just picking on. Instantly happened before their eyes. See, just be careful. Be careful who you're talking crazy to out here. Be careful who you wishing ill on. Because it's coming back. It's coming back real quick. The karmic clapback is not a fucking game. Now, this old bitch probably can't even work no more because she was a smoker. She probably ate up with cancer if she's even still alive. She was so busy trying to keep me, the meaning the manager at my old job years ago. She was told, she was told, show, <laughs> she was so busy. I'm about to go, go off into some Geechee dialect. My bad. She was so busy trying to keep my fucking uh, dollar raised from me. That her husband, who was a farmer, lost his fucking, uh, he lost his farm and he lost some kind of lucrative contract he had in farming. And they were only able to survive off of her making like six or seven dollars an hour at that store. But you were trying to keep me from my promotion though. But your husband lost his contract and came fucking work. Then after he lost the contract, he got injured. He got injured. He got hit in the head on the farm and they didn't even know if he was going to live but you you're not paying attention to being connected to how you treating a young black worker so the most high tearing your house up to teach you that you're trying to keep a dollar from my child a dollar an hour now your primary breadwinner is out for the fucking count not for one month not for two months for six months couldn't work Six months. I forgot about that part and the most I reminded me of it just now. They said, yeah, don't forget, add that in there. Six months. So just be careful how you treat people. Because your word witchery and your word spells, if you're into this shit and you're trying to target people, thinking you all powerful and thinking you're going to do this and, oh, I'm going, I'm going to call the police on you because you're barbecuing in the park. I'm going to call the police because your children are playing at the fountain. This stuff is happening so that people can be taken the fuck out and can get hell for it. They're allowing them to do it. They're allowing them to be stepping stones, okay? And you know the thing about stepping stones? A lot of things run over stepping stones on their pathway to going where they're going. So see, while you're trying to stop somebody else, somebody else going to roll over you. And that's just how it goes. 
So anyway, I got to go, but I will talk with you all soon. Beware of demons and their word witchery, okay? Particularly white privilege demons. Be careful of niggas and the nigger spirit, okay? Because they have their own shenanigans that come with them, and I'll probably talk about that and at another point. Just not going to mix it together because I've been talking long enough. Okay. So everybody that had tried to sabotage me in some way or stop me or block me or do shit to me have gotten their shit forward. Okay. It's motherfuckers struggling financially right goddamn now because they were trying to block me from doing my work on my channel and, and trying to block me from doing readings. That the most I told me to do. Now these motherfuckers can't pay their bills and some of them lost their jobs. Now they don't know how they're going to afford food for their kids. Because they done been blocked from food stamps or because they done ate up all their stimulus money on bullshit. Well, see, the powers that be are going to continue to deal with these people. And like the Bible says, the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Those who use the law to stop people from entering the kingdom of heaven, which heaven is just not some shiny, oh, beautiful oh, place in, no, that's not just the kingdom of heaven. That is the kingdom, but um, the kingdom of heaven is also a state of nirvana and contentment within earth for this time being. Kingdom of heaven is also power within yourself and being content within your vessel. Which is your microcosm, which is your earth, your terra, your terra, your clay body. Those who use the law, as Matthew 23 says, to shut up the kingdom of heaven from those that deserve to enter in, ye shall not enter in yourselves. So everything you try to keep from the anointed ones or from people that are doing the right thing, it's going to be taken from you one by one. And some of them, they're not even going to waste time doing it one by one because some of these people have gotten away with stuff for so long that they just gonna knock it down all in one fell swoop you know they're gonna be on some <laughs> jackie robinson yogi Berra shit and just knock it out of the fucking park and you won't have access to it no more in this life of yours however long you live you know so that's a real generational curse and generational curses are being laid and reactivated on people who are still operating in the 3D mindset, in the 2D mindset, in the matrixy, in the, uh, I won't say matrixy mindset, because the matrix is also from the divine mother, Sophia, but, you know, she organized that computer, but I will say who are in a 2D, 3D materialistic, low vibrational mindset, those will be the ones that will be tread underfoot, and what happens when you want something to grow, and you have to get rid of what's there. You do a controlled burn, right? Yeah, so see, these people are going to be, number one, plowed under. The weeds are going to be, the tares are going to be plowed under. And then there's going to be a controlled burn. And then once the controlled burn is done, the ashes will be used, like I said before, to grow the new earth, to grow the fertile grounds for the ones that deserve it. <laughs>